The following is a hoop ball presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. This is your Tuesday, May 25th edition. I am your host, Santino, and we are here with my main man, William Isbill. How you doing today, Willie Billy? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm back. You know, you missed us last week. I left Santino stranded by himself, but I'm back. You know, I had three wisdom teeth removed, but, you know, I'm here for you guys today. Happy Soft. to be back. <laughs> <laughs> we're happy to have you back kind of uh yeah we have a game two for three teams on this on this slate uh <clears throat> first game starts at 7 30 p.m then we have a tenor and then a 10 30 p.m so two late games one early game uh, it's gonna be good how, how are you enjoying the playoffs so far oh it's been great and it's great to see you know john morant trey young you know new guys come in and making their impact Booker. so i'm looking forward to it yeah, yeah, Booker too. Yeah, it's 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 been fun so far, except for uh, we're recording this while the end of the blowout game of the Bucks Heat are going on. So good timing. <clears throat> yeah, several reasons just trying to take out Giannis, pretty much, but it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, but yeah, let's get right into this slate, man. And actually, right before we do it, I do want to give a quick shout out over to our guys at my bookie, simply the best sports book around. Uh, if you want to join and get halfway your your first deposit matched halfway up to a thousand bucks, simply enter the promo code Hoopball upon signing up. That's H O O P B A L L. Uh, it has everything you need, every sports bet you can make, fully fledged casino platform with live dealers, so you don't even need to leave your house and go to a congested casino if you don't want to. Everything at the at your fingertips at my bookie. Uh, very fast payment. Everything's just super easy. I, I love that thing. Um, and I, <clears throat> and now, man, let's get into this. We have three games, as mentioned. The first game on the docket is the Boston Celtics at the Brooklyn Nets. This game starts at 2... Uh, well, I almost said Tuesday, 7.30. This game starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and the Nets are 8.5-point home favorites, which is the largest of the slate. And the spread or the total is also the largest of the slate by a big margin at 228. Uh, nothing else even tops 217. So we'll start with you, man. We'll start with the, the Celtics side of the ball. Oh, let me throw the injury report in there as well. Uh, the Celtics, just for the Celtics, Jalen Brown is out. And the Nets, we just have Spencer Dinwiddie out, two guys we know of. Uh, but we'll start with the Celtics. And how are you looking at them in this matchup? Well, obviously with the Celtics, you know, as long as Jalen Brown is out, which he will be the rest of the season, the main guy is Jason Tatum, and he's priced as such at 9800 Um, You know, he did not hit value for you in the first game. He had 22 points, three boards, five assists. You want a little more from him uh, in this game, in which they're going to need it desperately, because if they go down 2-0, there's pretty much no coming back from that, especially against this team. So I expect Jason Tatum to have a bounce-back game you know, even though he had 22 points, it's, it's good, but you need him to get in the 30s with Jalen Brown not there. And, uh, you know, the Nets are still not the greatest defensive team, so he should have every opportunity to do so. 
and it should all fall on his shoulders, honestly. So at 9,800, I think it's a good value to, to go ahead and put him in your lineup. There's no one else on this team you can really trust, uh, but you can throw Kimball Walker in there at 7,200 because he has that potential to get you 40 drafting points. His first game was a dud, and he's going to have to bounce back as well, but he's not as uh, a sure thing as Jason Tatum is. Um, how do you feel about anyone else on the team? I'm not looking at the other two shooting guards. Um, how do you feel about those two? Yeah, and, I, and I don't mind Tatum or Walker. Uh, I do like the alternatives up top for Tatum. But like you said, if I don't, they're not going to win this series. There's no way, especially without Jalen Brown. But the only way to make it even competitive is if Tatum goes off. So uh, he's going to have one of those big games. I don't mind him. I do like the alternatives. Uh, but I don't mind Marcus Smart. This is a matchup he's getting up for. He has, and he's going to be expending a lot of energy on defense, going whether it's Harden or Kyrie or uh, whatever. But I think that's a fair price tag, knowing that a lot of these, some of these guys' price tags is lower than normal, and, and you want to fit some people in there. Uh, but I also really like Robert Williams. He he mm-hmm. played 23 minutes in that last one. The center spot is the weakest spot of the Nets. Uh, and I wasn't sure he would be playing 20-something minutes, and he he did. Uh, now he's not even on the injury report at all, so they need this guy to play. I, I don't expect another nine blocks. That's just insane, but uh, maybe yeah. he can get up to – maybe he can get the lion's share of the minutes because he is better than Tristan Thompson, and I'd rather take that per-minute upside anyway, even if it, he does happen to uh, get 23 or split down the middle. At 4,600, I can take that plunge right there, uh, one of the better um, – low costly guys there yeah i totally agree i had him listed down also the only other guy i'm looking at on the Celtics, you know because i'm not looking at fournier or smart but you obviously can throw them in your lineup because they're not terrible of a price but i just don't trust them um but would you consider looking at jabari parker i mean you know he played 22 minutes in the first game and that was unexpected for me i would expect it less from him he had almost 18 drafting points nine points four boards so that's something to consider. And this was a 10-point game. So if this is a you know, similar game like that within 10 points or a blowout, he could get the same or more run. Would you consider him at a minimum price? Um, I guess if you're only at minimum, but I'm not going to put him in my lineup and try and work around him. It was a weird how the, uh, the Celtics uh, backups were playing pretty well. And they were keeping him a little in the game, so they played extended minutes there. Um, but I don't think he he doesn't usually see that many minutes. So for right. me, he's just a long shot guy that if you only have three K left or you're in that three K range with your last spot or two, then give him a shot. But I'm, I wouldn't put him in my lineup and try and work around him. I agree. He's he's like a dart throw that could win you some money or just do nothing for you. So that's just something to consider. Right, man. Um, and let's flip it on over to the net side of the ball. <clears throat> you want to tackle this one first? Uh, sure. Obviously, with the Nets, you have the big three, Harden at 10,200, Kevin Durant 9,300, Kyrie at 8,800. Um, you know, it's really, for me, Harden or uh, KD, you know, because Kyrie, he's, he's more of a third option in my opinion. He only had 40 drafting points last game. But still, his price is below 9000 so that's a good value. But whenever you have Harden and KD, you're going to want to use one of them, and I doubt you're going to want to combine that with Kyrie. But obviously, you can't go wrong with any of the three. 
Uh, I think they're pretty obvious. The only other guy I would touch on for the Nets to me is uh, Nicholas Claxton. And he's at 3,300. He's another one of those minimum dart throws like we mentioned with uh, Jabari Parker. You know, he only played 11 minutes, but he had just as much production as Blake Griffin, who started and played twice as much minutes. So I don't know how long they're going to stick with the Blake Griffin, you know, scenario. DeAndre Jordan didn't play. So they're going to throw a big man in there. I think they need to give young guys some more minutes. So that's kind of a shot in the dark for me at 3,300. How do you feel about the Nets? Yeah, I'm with you on Claxton. I really like him. Um, another guy that is near 3K, I prefer him over Jabari Parker. And he was he is a guy that I would throw in my lineup uh, early <clears throat> and then try and work around. But, again, I, there, there's other options, but I wouldn't be opposed to having him in there. I like him. And the big three are the only other guys that I'd look at. <clears throat> um, but comparatively with other guys in the slate, I'm not huge on them. But I do think uh, KD has uh, – his price tag isn't crazy high and it's not, and his upside is, is still there. Uh, I do like the alternative, so I don't know how many of the big three I want, but if this game is going to be projected near two thirty and, and have the highest total, I'll have some shares of KD uh, Kyrie. I like as well, but I'm looking this late game with the guy uh, Kawhi and his price tag didn't move. Really? I just prefer him over there with that. Um, that cheap price tag in the 8K range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got a great price. <clears throat> All right, man. Yeah. I mean, is, is DeAndre Jordan even going to play this game? I mean, we have no Probably, idea. They, yeah, they won without him, so they don't They don't right. need to. And I don't think – they don't really – he was getting out of the rotation anyway, and then um, Aldridge retired, so he came back in. And then Claxton went out for a while with mm-hmm. some health and safety protocols. KD was out. So he was kind of – going to be gone from the rotation anyway and then all that stuff happened and now obviously Aldridge is not back but KD's healthy Blake Griffin's ready to play every game now Claxton's back so I don't think they and they have Jeff Green there to play center minutes too so I don't think they really need him uh, yeah I but, agree they're saving him for another seven footer in the next round yeah, or so yeah if if something if they need to switch things up then you always have a guy like that to get thrown in there mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right, man, let's jump on over to this next game. We have the Los Angeles Lakers at the Phoenix Suns. This game starts at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the lowest total of the night at 209.5, and the Lakers are one-point road favorites. Uh, On the injury report, we have Anthony Davis and LeBron James as probable, and for the Suns, Abdel Nader as out. I'll throw it over to you, and then I'll rebuttal it. But how are you feeling about this Lakers squad? Wow, you're gonna let me start first with the Lakers. All right. Yeah, you guys, <laughs> if you want to mute it and then just wait for the. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, obviously the uh, the Suns won the first game, so the Lakers are desperate to win this game. You know, I think LeBron James is gonna be one of my favorite players of the night because I don't see him letting his team go down 2-0 just from the jump like that. Obviously, you know, he's had a rough go of it. We don't know if he's a hundred percent. But, um, you know, I think he's going to give it all he's got in this game. And at 10100 that's not too crazy of a price tag. He had almost 50 drafting points the first game, and they need this game even more. So, great play. Anthony Davis, 9600 You know, he's in the same boat. He had a bad game the first game. I expect him to bounce back. So, can't fault you at all for putting him in your lineup. They need him just as much. Uh, it's really uh, who you would prefer. I think they both will have a – 
much improved game from last time. Uh, the other other guys, in my opinion, are options. You know, I think you can look at Andre German at fifty nine hundred because he had twenty six drafting points in nineteen minutes. Um, now it just depends on how they're going to do with the lineup. You know, but when you look on the other side with Phoenix with Aiden only two hundred more, that's going to be hard to play Drummond. But he's someone you could consider. Dennis Stroder fifty six hundred. Uh, obviously, he's the main point guard, but his defense is lacking. So it's just a matter of how many minutes he would get. So that's questionable also. And then you can look at Montrez Harrell as a minimum guy almost at 3,500, just whether he gets more minutes in the game also because, you know, he's one of their better big men, better rebounders. If they want to play a different type of matchup, he had almost 19 drafting points last game. But it just matters with the flow. So, I mean, you have three question marks, in my opinion, only two guarantees with LeBron and AD. You feel secure in any of those guys? And before I go, I don't know if you heard my special guest, my little puppy. I don't know if you heard him bark. <laughs> wasn't sure if you could hear him. I didn't even hear him. I didn't even hear him. I was in his zone, so I didn't hear him. <laughs> he, he, he was, he, something happened, and he sees something outside. And he's one of those little, He was agreeing with me. That's what yeah, 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 he was saying, Will's got it. Will's got it. <laughs> or he was just saying, ew, ew, ew. I think that's what he said. <laughs> but, um, yeah, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, both the, the options on this team. And I am very high on Anthony Davis in this one. <clears throat> Everything you said about LeBron is true. I don't think they're going to let this game slip away. Uh, they're both going to be coming out hot. But I have this inkling for an Anthony Davis game. The last game he played, as he sometimes does, as a big, tall glass of water. And in that, he shot 5 of 16 from the field. He really did not ins- in- assert himself on the offensive uh, end or on the glass, and he does that sometimes. DeAndre Ayton ate him, ate him alive, wordplay there. I don't expect that to happen again. Anthony Davis is far too talented. He's a top-five player in this game, and uh, if they're going to do anything in this playoffs, this guy's got to step up. LeBron played really well in his, in his time there. Uh, he had some big rests, periods, but they need Anthony Davis, and this is Anthony Davis's time. Uh, I am very high on him, and he might be my favorite play of the night. Except for the late, because um, outside of Kawhi, because Kawhi is just super cheap comparatively to everybody. But I am very high on Anthony Davis. It's just that gut feeling that this guy is going to go off for over 30 points in this one. Uh, and the last time they played Phoenix in the regular season, there was no LeBron, but he played 41 minutes and he dropped 42 actual points, 77 fantasy points. I don't know if he'll drop 77, but I expect him to have a big game because without him, this team is just the team uh, outside of those two guys really not looking at too many people i don't hate going caldwell pope because just because you know you're going to get 30 some odd minutes uh so if that's what you're hoping for or in around a four 4k guy just get a ton of minutes and then hope he does something with him caldwell pope's that guy he's going to get a bunch of minutes uh but some guy i'm, I'm interested in on is marcus all he's been in and out of the rotation but what deandre ayton did to both uh Davis when he was at center, Drummond who was kind of eh, and then Montrezl Harrell, uh, Trez who was too small for this. Um, I'm thinking maybe it's a Marcus All joins the starting lineup or Marcus All gets some odd minutes here. Uh, he could stretch the floor. He can let AD play it, do his thing. And I'm looking at him when I when the lineups come out or waiting tomorrow, especially what Dave. McNamara, I always say his last name wrong. McMahon, uh, that one of their beat reporters, very good uh, guy to follow. But I'm gonna 
keen on what he has to say because I think Marcus Gasol is a guy that I would look at for 3,100. But uh, those two are just possibilities. I think AD and LeBron are the guys, and, and I'm going to go with the $500 savings in, in, with AD there. Yeah, I would say uh, probably don't use Gasol unless he's starting, right? Because if he doesn't start, you don't know if he's going to come off the bench at all. Um, the only thing about that is because if Drummond plays how he did the first game, which he had good numbers, but he also had a lot of uh, mishaps on defense and, and offense. He kind of just sat there in the paint. Uh, so I don't if they see that and the team isn't going or playing too well, I don't think they'll have trouble just going to Marc Gasol. Uh, Trez was, is another option, but he's been pretty much the same as Drummond lately, uh, which or worse, I should say. So it's not really... I don't think he's going to play too much. Yeah, it's it's a lot of sketchiness in the land of the Lakers. So <laughs> y'all will be all right, though, Santino. But let's jump on over to this Phoenix Sun side of the ball. Uh, and what are you thinking about them? We saw Booker have himself a playoff debut, and DeAndre Ayton played really well as well. Chris Paul came out. Didn't look great because he got his shoulder just didn't look right. But uh, what do you feel about that? Right. Uh, like you said, Booker and Aiden put on a show, you know, one of the best games in their careers each. Um, and they're priced very well at 8100 for Booker, 6100 for Aiden. I doubt they would have the you know, same type of production and be that great, but they obviously can be close to that. You know, the Lakers are known for having one of the best defenses in the league this, <clears throat> this year. So, you know, I expect that production to go down a little bit, but uh, if you want to stray away from Booker, that's totally understandable. But Aiden at sixty one hundred, I think that's just too good of a value to stray away from. CP three, Chris Paul is at seventy six hundred. Like you said, he had a rough game uh, with injuries, being bumped and bruised all around. Uh, you have to. Um, he had a stinger in his right shoulder. You know, he fell. It was. It was. It was a rough go of it. But he led them to victory. You're going to have to see uh, before the game if they're going to list any injuries for him or if he's going to be limited in any way. I doubt he will. Even if he is hurt, I doubt they'll admit anything. <clears throat> but that just gives you a little caution. Like if you're trying to choose between Kimba Walker and CP3, you might want to go with Kimba uh, if you're worried about his injuries. But if he's healthy 100%, you obviously can put him in your lineup. Only other two guys you can consider, in my opinion, are um, Mikael Bridges at – 5300 that's just a great uh, price range value. You know, that's in the same bracket as Marcus Smart. Uh, so if you're iffy on him, you can go with Bridges. Uh, and you also can look at um, Crowder at 4300 uh, Jay Crowder, just because of his playoff experience, and, you know, he's liable to hit threes whenever needed. You know, with his last season with the Heat, he was just great, uh, you know, great with the veteran leadership and experience for them. So I can see him showing up against this Lakers team. But uh, Bridges and Crowder are kind of shots in the dark. Uh, the three big guys are who you would like to consider, but I wouldn't pick more than one of them. It's just whoever you would like to fit in your lineup. How do you feel about Phoenix? Yeah, and I think eight and at 61 is a solid price tag. I don't think he's going – I think they're going to have uh, more effort on the block and on the rebounds or on the glass, I should say, than – or the Lakers are going to have more effort on the glass than they did last game, and eight won't get that twenty and sixteen type of game again. But don't I don't think that's a bad price tag. Um, and Booker had a great game, and that's a very solid price tag. It's not too high, uh, but 
they're going to bring something at them. This is one of the best defenses in the league, and they are great at adjusting. And that's what they did all last year when they were healthy and earlier in the year. Coming off a loss, they're going to know where they have to go, and Booker is going to be the key guy that they're going to. And with that said, if Chris Paul is healthy, I like him. Uh, and that's the pivot there for me. People are going to look at the injury, and right now I am because he was clearly not himself. Uh, even some some of his shots, he made a shot went right at the um, the shot clock, and it was just an awkward-looking shot. It went in, but it was just awkward, and you could tell his shoulder was bothering him. He wasn't even bringing up the ball a lot of the time. Booker was hot, and he was bringing up the ball because just Chris Paul was just dribbling with the other hand, and for the most part, he wasn't using that his injured shoulder. So a uh, couple nights off, if that looks better, and he's healthy and says he's ready to go, and they're saying, oh, it, it, it's over. And, you, you know, if you're looking at the reports, I like that as the pivot because Booker is going to get a lot of attention, and Chris Paul is going to be able to do a lot more more damage with more uh, freedom out there. But, again, if, it's, if the shoulder's not there, then I am hesitant to play either of those guys, and I'd rather gravitate towards Aiton. Um, outside that, I'm not huge on them. I don't really want to go on Bridges. His his Big job is going to be guarding LeBron, but he is going to get a lot of minutes, like I said, uh, with <clears throat> KCP. I don't mind Crowder. I'm just – when I see him, in a, it, <laughs> Crowder, when he plays AD and LeBron, just is that guy. And I don't want to put him in my lineup just because. I totally understand that. And, you know, another <laughs> thing I thought of, LeBron isn't even supposed to be playing in this game. Shouldn't he have been suspended, Santino? Come on now. I uh, know. He, he was uh, partying well with Drake and stuff. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, well, what they said was you had to be vaccinated or you had to uh, quarantine and, and be tested before you went. So uh, that's like going to the store. I know that's not what they're doing, but that's like going out to the, the store, but you already have all your stuff. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know the whole story. I just know he's not suspended, and that's all I cared about. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so I might be wrong on this, but I'm going to spin it. Yeah, it sounds right. So <laughs> that's what LeBron said, anyway. So, <laughs> all right, good, smart man. Um, <laughs> ready to jump onto this last game? Let's get to it. Another good one. We have the Dallas Mavericks at the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, Mavericks pulled off the road win in the last one. They are they look good, but we have a two sixteen and a half game total, which is the second highest of the three. Uh, both of these are right in the middle. And then the Clippers are six-and-a-half-point home favorites. Uh, six of those points on the spread are for that Maxi Kleba stare down. But um, <laughs> Maxi Kleba is questionable for this game, and J.J. Redick is out. Nobody on the Clippers is on the injury report. Uh, we'll start with Dallas, and we'll keep it running. I'll, I'll throw it over to you, man. And Can you play Luka again being the highest guy after what he did? Uh, are you looking at anybody else after this? Big upset? Are you thinking that the the Clippers uh, stop talking so much and and be don't talk about it, be about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they definitely need to show up and be about it. Um, and I think they will. You know, Luca. A lot of people are going to have him in their lineup because he had seventy one and a half DraftKings points last game. Uh, but for the season, for pretty much he's been around a fifty DraftKings point type of player. Um, so I don't think he will hit that production again, even though they're going to need it. But I think uh, I've heard mentions of Kawhi saying, okay, I'm going to guard him now. You know, I heard, I heard I Stephen heard. A. Smith say, yeah, it's about time. 
So. You did hear you did hear the uh, the little chirping of Lucas saying Pat Pat Bev was way too small yeah. for him, yeah, and I was I was dying because I hate Patrick Beverly. All he does he's the guy who talks about it and doesn't always want to be about it. But um, my bad. He got a little taste of his own medicine, so that was pretty nice. So uh, it's I don't I don't think in any way Kawhi is going to let Luca have a repeat performance. Obviously, no one is going to shut down Luca, but I see him more in the fifties than the seventies. Uh, so that's a little, you know, a little high of a price for ten six. But you know, you never can go wrong too wrong with Luca. Uh, you obviously have Kristaps Porzingis at seventy eight hundred. You know, he's the second most talented offensive player on the team. Totally had a no show last game. Only twenty two DraftKings points. He better step it up. You know, even though they won, that's just not enough from a guy you're paying a max contract to. Uh, so hopefully he can. You know, normally he can get you around a double double easily. Um, so he needs to step it up in points and rebounds, and I think he can. It's not too much opposition guarding him. That should slow him down. Uh, I also look at Tim Hardaway at 5,400. He's totally taking the position of Josh Richardson, and he's been putting up that production, playing very well. Uh, once again, another guy around the Marcus Smart price range. Uh, so it's whether you want Marcus Smart, Mikael Bridges, Tim Hardaway. They're all around the same type of player for tonight. And the only other guy I'm looking at is Dorian Finney-Smith. He had him uh, quite the game last game, 18-5, and five, taking some of Christoph Porzingis' points. Uh, you know, so I don't know how that's going to work. Normally, Dorian Finney-Smith is not that productive. Um, so if Porzingis has a better game, I think Finney-Smith's production will go down. So, I mean, that's going to have a seesaw effect. But he's someone you can look at at 4,700. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of a shot in the dark. How you feel on the uh, Mavericks. Yeah, and I Luca's averaging in, in four games against this Clippers team. He's averaging nearly sixty-six DraftKings points. Uh, he's averaging thirty and a half points, eight and eight, almost nine rebounds, and eleven assists. So uh, he's been balling against them all year. But that Kawhi news that he says he's going to guard him from the outset that throws a little wrinkle in there. I don't expect him to have another seventy-point game if Kawhi's realistically going to be on him but they can always do switches and get pat bev on him for the most part uh does slow down the game slightly so we'll see what that what happens there but i i still can take luca out of the guys over 10k uh you have lebron harden luca um obviously all three of them can be triple double but <clears throat> luca is is probably the the safest of those three in this particular game uh but the Kawhi news does give him slightly slight pause with that uh, outside of that, I'm kind of with you. I think you can look at Hardaway Jr. and Finney Smith aren't overly expensive to where uh, you're you're nervous that they won't repeat that. But um, even slightly down games, they, they'll hit value there. Now, a guy I'm looking at is Maxi Kleba. We're talking about the stare down on the dunk. Mm-hmm. Um, guy still played 36 minutes, and he put up 23 fantasy points, had nine rebounds, only had six points. But... Another guy, he's only 3,400. Another guy, if he's going to play 30-something minutes in a matchup, uh, in any matchup, that's what you want. Minutes equals money, and a guy like that you can throw into your lineup. He has forward center eligibility, um, and at 3,400 you could throw that and hope that he gets another 30 minutes because then value is just easily easily had there. Uh, and he, <laughs> I like his, I like his quote that he doesn't care if he gets posterized. He's not letting you get easy buckets, and that's how it should be. That's how it yeah. should be. Go, don't let anybody Definitely. score. It, it happens. It's part of the game that you people get posterized. I mean, you're playing against some of the best athletes in the world 
who want to do that. Uh, but as long as you're you're trying not not to make it easy on him, whatever. Uh, and he got up and he finished the game, and and I like him there. And uh, Josh Richardson is another guy I'm looking at, but only playing 17 in that first one, which and they won. That scares me off uh, quite yeah. a bit there. So um, I would only take him in shots and GPPs, but I won't feel super comfortable about it. I agree. Uh, the only thing I'm concerned about with Kleber was, was he hurt before the game or during the game? Did he have, have some right Achilles soreness? Did you hear about that? He's had it for a, a little while. He had it before the game okay. too. Um, but I remember he was dealing with that towards the end of the season as well. So they're just listening to be cautious. So that's a, that's a big difference. Cause if he tweaked something in that game, I would stay away from him. But if he's just yeah. managing it, yeah, that's a, that's a good uh, call to look out for him for tonight's game. Also. I mean, that, that's his excuse for getting postered. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but um, let's flip on over to this last side. And you know what? Yeah, I like you leading off here. Um, we have the Clippers. They lost the first game at home. Now they're going to game two against uh, the superstar and, and Luca. Need a game. They can't lose two games on their home court. But how are you looking at when you're looking at the Clippers? Yeah, I know you've been uh, talking about Kawhi, one of your favorite plays of the night at 8,300, and I agree. But I also would have to look at Paul, Paul George, George. at 8,000. <laughs> 8, you know, playoff P. I mean, this is your time. <laughs> you know, this is your time. Pandemic 8, P. Uh, those are so funny. Way off P, pandemic P. <laughs> oh, I was God. crying. I was when I was... well, I'm <laughs> Imagine if they lose this series. I mean, Kawhi's oh, got to leave. And then George is just ruined forever. So, I mean, this game is super important for Paul George, in my opinion. And I think he's going to show up. You know, he his, la- he, no, his last game he had 23-6-5. But, I mean, that's you want your third player getting those type of stats. You're Paul George. You need to be getting 30. So, I think he's going to have to do that, have to put his team on his back. You know, because Kawhi is going to do his thing, but Paul George – can I think uplift the whole team if he plays the right way? So I think he's a great player. Eight thousand. It could be me just wanting it for him more than I he wants wanted it for to. himself. But <laughs> come on, Paul George. Uh, and I can look at Ibaka. That's a super great price at forty six hundred. Uh, you know he's back pretty healthy. He had twenty two drafting points in only thirteen minutes, and they're gonna need him and use him again. I'm sure. I, it's only up for him, in my opinion. He doesn't need a lot of minutes to be productive. Uh, you can look at Rondo at 4,500. He had 27 DraftKings points in the last game. His leadership and, you know, all-around play better than, you know, Pat Beverly, honestly, right now, especially in the playoffs. Um, I mean, there's a lot of guys on the Clippers you can name. Nicholas Batum at 3,800. Pat Bev at 3,500. It's just a matter of who can you fit in your lineup. Who do you love on the Clippers other than Kawhi? <laughs> And I'm with you for the most uh, most part. I, I like Ibaka. I really liked him last game. I'm just hoping that we get news that his minutes limit is at least in the high 20s here, uh, because he's he's being a really good per minute guy anyway. But we can't we can't bank on it. if he's playing 13 minutes to under 20 minutes still. Uh, it's hard yeah. to just put him in there. So I'm hoping we can get news that he's at least 26 plus, because then that's very good value there. Um, Rondo also. Rock solid value. Uh, he should be playing twenty four plus minutes. They got him for a reason. They traded Lou Williams for a reason. They need this guy in the playoffs. Um, Nick Batum, you mentioned, 
He's under 4K now, and he played 32 minutes in the last one. Mm-hmm. He brought back value. That's rock solid. If he's going to continue to play 30 minutes in a series like this, uh, because the Mavericks a lot of times do throw DFS at their, their power forward position and, and Porzingis at center. Uh, so they can go smaller and have Batum out there for both forward spots as well. So he um, could still see 30 minutes, and I like him there. A guy I'm, I'm looking at possibly if he gets – into the rotation in this one is Terrence Mann because he was playing pretty well at the end of the season and then he just didn't play in this one. Maybe they try and change things up. Don't think so, but I would like confirmation on that. Uh, if he's going to get back into the rotation, don't mind mind taking a stab at 3,400. Uh, but then it's Kawhi Leonard for me. Obviously, it's just 8,300 for Kawhi Leonard is just kind of stupid. So I'm locking him in there. Even if he's going to expend a lot of energy guarding Luka, he's still one of, if not the best, two-way player in the game. So, like that there. Don't hate Paul George. I just prefer Kawhi. Um, and it, and I do want Paul George, like you, you mentioned, I do want him to get get his game in and, and get going. Uh, but him and Marcus Morris, just there was no need to steer down with Kawhi on that. And I'm glad they lost that first game because of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, like, they still have it right? If you're going to do that, you better be winning by... 25 at least and and just talking shit then not just doing it and then getting beat yeah i mean it was Uh, on max cleaver it wasn't like it was on lebron or something (laughs) that's like when you see when you're watching a football game and uh you're down three touchdowns someone get when they get a first down and they get up pumping and then make the first down (laughs) signal like what what are you doing you're down unless you're like a third string backup and this is your first time to shine uh no need to brag well while it's a game but the Clippers um, better win this game, or it's gonna be it's gonna be something. Yeah, they better win this game because I they have a lot of experience too. They have a lot of playoff experience and championship experience. Kawhi, Ibaka, Rondo, uh, all these guys have championships, <clears throat> and they have a lot of other guys who've been in the playoffs and most of the same team from last year. So they have experience. They can come back if they lose two zero on their home court, but um, knowing how they melted down last year and and all that stuff that went on gonna be they're gonna be crushed in the media obviously but it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough yeah it's gonna be a but, great game to look forward to yep and it's the last well i'm not gonna be watching all of it because we got the lakers at only a half hour before which i hate that in the in the regular season especially but uh it is what it is i'll be flipping back and forth when i can yeah <clears throat> But, um, yeah, man, let's, before we head on out of here, let's do uh, our player tiers, and I'll throw it over to you. Who's your favorite guy over 8K? Over 8K, I'm going to have to go with, you know, my gut is LeBron James at 10,100. I just don't, I just see him, you know, for the history of LeBron James in almost 20 years. LeBron he's James. He's going to put his team on his back when needed the most. So I think he's a great play. How about Love you? It. Love it. And, I, I, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna say Kawhi, but I, I don't want to at the same. I think he's too a uh, gimme. So I'm just gonna say I'm gonna stick with the Lakers and say Anthony Davis. I really right. want Anthony Davis in this one. I think he's gonna drop 35 actual points and have his 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 big. I think him and LeBron are gonna be carrying this and score um, 70 to 80 points as a tandem. I just think they're gonna go off. <clears throat> they they need it. Yeah, they need it. Um, but who's your favorite guy in the mid range and 
there's quite a few, but there's not a ton. Only three games, uh, and a lot of the guys are either high or, or low priced here. But we'll say eight to five in that in that range, or on just under eight to to five. And if you want to squeeze in Paul George, you can do that. Well, we know I like Paul George, but I'll go ahead and give a shout out to my guy DeAndre Aiden at sixty one hundred, uh, just because he had an up and down season, and uh, the first game of the season against the Lakers. Uh, the series against the Lakers, he balled out. So I think that's just such a great price. Um, that'll help you build a great lineup for him at 6,100. He's one of my favorite plays. How about you? I like it. And I'm going to go lower. I like Rob Williams, slightly under 5K. I think mm-hmm. yep. um, I wasn't sure how many minutes he was going to play in that first one, but I still liked him. Uh, now he dropped $200, only played 23 minutes, but put up 43 fantasy points. Is nine blocks going to happen again or 10 total stocks? No, but you know that upside, and you know he should be playing more minutes. Uh, the game, they were, they were playing better with him in the lineup, and especially throughout the season. And I think uh, no t- no better time than the present, especially when you're down 0-1 to the superior favorites, uh, to play your, play your young guy. Yeah, that's, I totally agree. And uh, how about your favorite value play of the night? I'm sure we're going to have the same guy, so I'm going to let you go first. No, you you got out. If we have the same guy, I'll pick someone new. I know how you, <laughs> you, you and Mike always like to do that. You're all weird about it. Like, no, we can't have the same favorite. No, because, see, <laughs> yeah. I'll pick a guy. You're like, oh, you stole my guy. See, no, that's all new. Not but fine. anyway. <laughs> No, Nicholas. Oh Plastic, my God! You know, see, <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned him earlier at thirty three hundred. Like I said, he had the same production as Blake Griffin, who started over him. Oh, you did say Nick Claxton. <laughs> That's yeah, funny. See, <laughs> in half the time. So I think he's one of the best plays at thirty three hundred. And I'm going to go with another power forward center. Uh, I'm going to go with Kleba. You know what? Give me some Kleba action here at thirty four hundred. He played. He played thirty six minutes in the last one. Only thirty four hundred. If he's going to play over thirty minutes, that's he's going to bring back value here. Uh, I like him under the four K mark. I agree, and um, also I would throw in Montrez Harrell if the Lakers, you know, try to switch it up and do something different against Aiden. If you know Drummond and Gasol are not working, they can throw Harrell in there. So, yeah, I think I think Gasol is going to see more minutes, but uh, and he's going to be one of my. Once I hear that news, he's going to vault into over Kleba there. But as of right now, I don't know. Right, yeah. I wish he would have played some last game, so that just scares me. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens. It's uh, <laughs> We have one game, and then both, and then we have a 10 and a 10.30. So a lot of time to get that news in before we have to lock in everything. Yeah, it's going to be a fun night of basketball, you know, so – I'm looking forward to it. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter. You know, my Twitter is at William is Bill and Santino. Tell them yours at Santino. We're very plain here, but um, yeah, we'll covered it. Thank you. Will. And is there anything else you want to say before we head on out of here? No, I, I mean, I think we covered it. it was a great show. Good luck to everyone. All right, you heard it here. Good luck, and we will catch you again tomorrow. I believe it's Mike and Keith for our Wednesday edition. Thank you, and good night. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.